welcome to the ABCA's podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brownlee. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Ryan Brownlee and uh, coming to you from the ABCA offices. And uh, first, uh, these are unprecedented times for everyone. And uh, all of us here in the office want to make sure that everybody knows that we're thinking about them. And uh, quick intro here. My next guest is Al Spencer. Uh, he's the strength and conditioning coach at Dallas Baptist. Uh, he and I have had a couple interactions, uh, Barnstormers event uh, this fall, and then went over D- when DBU was over at Chapel Hill, went over to, to hang out with their staff, and he and I talked. And with, the, with what's going on right now, I wanted to get him on the horn and discuss some tips for everybody and, and what they can do in their time away from campus or even for, for youth kids that are at home right now. And this will be an insightful episode. And I think people get a lot of good information uh, that are at home right now. So please enjoy the episode. And again, we're thinking about everybody. And and hang tight, everybody. I really appreciate you. And we're here with Al Spencer. He's a strength coach at Dallas Baptist. And Al, I appreciate you coming on with us. Yeah, my pleasure. You know, and this is kind of unprecedented times uh, for everyone. And so I'm, I'm really glad that you could come on because I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about what you are doing with your, your current guys and then any recommendations that you'd have for anybody else that's listening in. And let's get right into it. What are you doing right now with your guys since they've been away? What are you having them do right now? Yeah, well, so we're uh, we're probably in the minority right now. Our facility is actually uh, is still open. Um, we've got some modified training groups right now. So we've got eight racks inside the weight room. So we're limiting groups to eight people. Um, <clears throat> so we are able to train some of the guys that are still kind of hanging around campus. There are not many right now. Um, most of a guy, most of our guys went home uh, probably middle of last week, if not sooner. Um, So right now we're just kind of giving them what they need um, at the moment, trying to meet them where they're at. So the guys that are at home right now, um, you know, we've been using Team Builder for quite some time now uh, since I got to DBU in 2016. So luckily we already had kind of an Internet platform that we were able to get our remote training out to the athletes. Um, So we've already been doing that. We uh, obviously it's pretty challenging uh, trying to figure out what guys uh, have at home right now. Um, that's probably the biggest challenge. Um, but trying to give them something one to uh, to keep their minds busy. Obviously, like you said, unprecedented times. Um, I think it's a time of it's easy to get over um, and, and let anxiety build up. So anytime you can kind of get active and, and get your mind off of what's going on. I think that's a good thing to do. Uh, I think another important uh, key here is that, you know, this could this could last a couple more weeks. You know, we're pretty much uh, shut down until April 5th uh, as of right now. So this is going to last a couple more weeks where we're training remotely. So 
if you miss a workout here or there, it's not going to kill you. You know, um, right now, I think the the important thing is is health and safety of our of our athletes, of our student athletes. So, um, keeping that at the forefront of our minds uh, while we're while we're going through this, um, I don't think that we need to add any undue pressure um, of making sure that they're they're keeping up with things, but rather making sure that they're they're doing okay and that you know mental health is also um, at the forefront. But in terms of kind of what we're sending to some of the guys that are off campus right now, um, <clears throat> I'm actually, I was actually sitting here just for a little while, uh, programming and trying to brainstorm some more stuff for the upcoming weeks. And, uh, I think we've kind of landed is, is in my case, I've landed at the, uh, the idea of kind of doing a three day cycle, um, repeated, uh, twice a week. So six days, that they're offered. Um, <clears throat> one of the day, two of the days, I guess you could say, being kind of a GPP or uh, general physical preparedness days. So those are going to kind of be more of a, you might think conditioning. Um, so kind of a longer dynamic. One of the great things right now is that uh, people are at home and they're getting, you know, probably getting a little cabin fever being locked inside. For sure. So, yeah. So, you know, just this morning, my wife and I took our dog for a walk. Uh, I think it, it's important to understand that it sounds like, you know, I'm not a, an expert by any means in this situation, but it sounds like it's safe to be outside, just, you know, limit gatherings. And so if we can encourage our guys to get outside, whether it's in the backyard or wherever, up, up nearby park, um, you know, get some sort of fresh air. So get them out there, get them warmed up, uh, go through kind of a longer aerobic dynamic warm-up. Um, <clears throat> and then from there, you know, we've got a lot of different options. Um, one of my favorites is kind of a medicine ball GPP uh, circuit. Um, one of my guys just texted me the other day and was saying, you know, that it's pretty brutal. <laughs> It'll definitely uh, knock the wind out of you a little bit. But doing something like that where you're constant, kind of constantly moving, um, and then we can also add in some some circuits um, in terms of resistance exercise becomes challenging if you don't have much equipment. Um, luckily here at, at my house, I've got kind of a, a garage gym going. I've got some dumbbells and, and kettlebells. I've got a squat rack, but no bar or anything like that. So, you know, even just here, I've got to be a little creative. But then I was starting to think about the guys that don't have stuff like that at home and uh so yesterday I did a little workout and sent them a little picture of the equipment, if you can call it that, that I was using. It was just a, an old backpack that I had lying around filled with rocks. Um, I had a duffel bag that I put some sand into some garbage bags and threw them into the duffel bag and uh, <clears throat> filled up a couple old milk jugs with some water. And, you know, you kind of got yourself some makeshift Love resistance. It. Yeah. So you kind of got to be creative um, and look for stuff that you can, you know, work with. Um, but, you know, it, it does work and it's it's not going to be um, top tier. You know, we've got some guys at DBU that can squat, you know, nearly 450. A couple guys that we've we've seen squat 500 pounds. So probably not going to be able to load them up that much yep. uh, right now while they're at home. But you know, if you can grab some something that's going to add some load and resistance, I think that's great. 
Um, you know, realistically, so for for someone, you know, if say they are away from the bar for a while, you know, is there a point? You know, when do they really start to lose some of the strength that they've been built up? I know they have some they have some time frame there where they they've got some wiggle room, but is there a, a time frame where it gets to be you know too far out um, where you're going to have to kind of nurse them back a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there there is going to be some of that. Um, you might have to take some baby steps when you get back. I think it's really important, um, not just for strength coaches, but for sport coaches as well, to understand that coming back after something like this, um, you do kind of have to take your time and exactly. understand that the athletes aren't going to be at the same level that they were at when they left. Exactly. Um, so being smart, kind of having a good ramp into things when they get back. Um, is definitely something that that people need to pay attention to for sure. Yeah, great point, well, Ryan. I, well, and I know everybody's going to be excited. You know, once this goes away and everybody can get back yeah. into it, everybody's going to be excited. And I think as athletes or coaches, uh, you know, you always have to be cognizant of you know how much time you've had off. And hopefully, this is a short break and we get right back into it. But you know, you never yeah. say never with that. So hopefully, this is short and and we're right back into it. But you know, people are going to be excited. And I, I ran into that as a player sometimes where you're, you're off for a little bit and you think you can jump right back into where you're at. And then the, the soreness ramps way up or you're, you're, you're taking a chance of getting an injury there too. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest thing right there. You nailed it at the end there, you know, uh, coming back after something like this, uh, the biggest thing is trying to mitigate injury. Um, so you kind of got to be smart, um, take it slow at the beginning maybe a little bit slower than, than you really want to. Um, but understand that, you know, it, it probably won't take that long to, to get back to somewhat normal exactly. uh, practice. Um, so with, with the six day cycle, um, you know, what are you doing with that? I know you mentioned a couple of days, so lay out that six day cycle. So, you know, everything that you've got. So I, I would assume it's Monday through Saturday. Um, yep. you know, what, are, what are each day, what does each day entail there specifically? Yeah. So like I mentioned, um, it's really kind of, a, it's a six day, uh, a week, but it's three days repeated twice. Um, so that first day of the cycle is going to be that GPP kind of more of a conditioning based. We can still throw in some resistance exercise. Um, ours looks more like, uh, it's resistance exercise, but we've got some, you know, low level conditioning stuff, some calisthenics, whether it's jumping jacks, jump rope, yep. um, you know, we can throw in some, some core exercise, some ab exercises into there as well to kind of keep them moving. Um, but basically what I've kind of put out to them was I'll either give them the number of rounds of that circuit to do, or I'll give them a time frame, which is actually kind of my preference and say, you know, Hey, get as many rounds as you can in 15, 20, 30 minutes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So cause that's that, kind, that of, kind of factors in then everybody's skill level then too, right. Where you're giving them time as, and I, you know, I think that's, that's been a huge upgrade for a lot of trainers out there is they are going more towards time rather than, than specific reps, because it, it does allow people with different scale levels to feel like they're improving as well. Am I, am I right on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's going to be some athletes that are just going to crush that day. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I probably would not be one of those people that crushes that day. Um, my cardiovascular is definitely not on par with some of these guys. Um, <clears throat> but then that, so that's our first kind of day of the cycle. Um, the second day I would kind of call, um, 
an explosive repeat. Um, so we might focus more on um, kind of power, speed and power on that day. It might be, it'll, it'll include jumps, uh, throws, sprints, um, maybe some change of direction in there as well. Uh, but just kind of something, it's high intensity, um, short burst, kind of longer rest in between sets, um, and uh, just kind of revving the engine a little bit. Nice. Um, transferring into that that third day and the last day of the cycle, um, we're looking at trying to get some, you know, you mentioned you're kind of away from the barbell, and it's hard to think like, oh, man, how am I going to increase or at least maintain some strength in this? Well, one of the beautiful things uh, about <clears> – <throat> our job is that we have to be creative in ways to increase, you know, intensity, maybe without load. So one way we can do that is time under tension. Um, so we're looking at trying to do some more tempo structured lifts. Um, this is something we typically do during the off season anyways. Um, they just might be longer, um, longer tempos. So what I mean by tempos, some people might think of it as, uh, triphasic they may have heard of triphasic um it's essentially you have three three parts to uh, a contraction you've got the eccentric you've got the isometric and you've got the concentric so the eccentric is you know moving a load down or resisting that load the isometric is holding the load at a certain uh point and then the concentric is what we think of you know coming up so yep. if you think of a squat it's the descend you got the isometric hold at the bottom or a pause and then uh, the concentric is coming up out of the, the hole. So when you're explaining the exercise, so give an example of an exercise and then the tempo of what you would have them do for that. Yeah, so if we're, if we're looking at, say, the squat, okay, um, you know, we can find the, the different tools that we've got around the house uh, to add some load. Um, for me, I kind of liked yesterday, I threw my backpack on as a front pack, um, loaded up with rocks. I think it's probably only about... 20, 30 pounds. It's not very much at all. Um, it's a small backpack, but if you go, you know, three sets of 10 at a 10 second eccentric, uh, tempo, basically you're trying to go from the top of the the rep down to the bottom and take 10 seconds and make it nice and slow. It shouldn't be choppy. It should be real smooth. Once you get to the bottom, you stand up. Um, so that'd be one way you could do it. You could also do an isometric where you got dropped to the bottom Hold, Hold, pause for, for 10 seconds maybe, um, and then you come back up. Or we can do a continuous tension. So continuous tension would kind of be an even slow rep. <clears throat> we'll say five, five, five. So you'll go down for five, hold for five, and then take five seconds to come back up. Yep. Um, that's kind of a continuous tension is kind of an old bodybuilding schematic that people used to use. Um, but it definitely works. Um, it's a great way to kind of change from the the usual and break the monotony a little bit too. When you're looking into different exercises and, and you're trying to find ideas, what are some of the resources that you're going to to find ideas for anybody out there listening in? Because I, I use a variety of things when I'm looking at, at exercises for myself. Where are you looking at to, to get ideas for exercises? Um, so yeah, there's, there's tons of resources online. Um, <clears throat> You know, I think one of the best ones that I like, because I'm more of a visual person, uh, is just going to YouTube. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of coaches put their stuff up on YouTube, um, you know, and even if it's not a, 
a very well-known strength coach in you know the college realm or high school realm or or wherever it's at um you can definitely still get some ideas out of that um another great one that's a free resource and a lot of coaches are are churning stuff out right now is is twitter you know any social media really i I instagram Um, that's how i got in instagram more than anything was with watching the people that are doing workouts on instagram that's what i used instagram more for anything yep yeah i I think that's those are you know the social media side of things it's really made it easy for people to share um obviously you got to kind of Take things with a grain of salt and be smart. <laughs> you know, don't wear don't wear your rose colored glasses when you're looking at that. Um, you know, the big thing is, you know, we, we've got all these exercises, and we've kind of been working at DBU to put together some resources, not just for our student athletes, but also for um, our faculty, staff, and general population students as well. Um, and one of the things that I recommended was. Um, you know, we've got this resource for different exercises that you can do from home with minimal to no equipment and a great way to add uh, intensity or challenge to it. You know, if you're just doing body weight squats, I know for me, I kind of like this is boring. It's not very hard. But if you throw in, you know, uh, <clears throat> instead of doing just a squat, you know, grab those milk jugs or a, a sandbag or something and grab onto it and do like a thruster you know, a squat into a, an overhead press. Yep. Uh, you know, I did stuff like that yesterday, just kind of out of solidarity to some of the guys that don't have some equipment. And, uh, man, I was, I was gassed after a couple rounds. So one of our uh, travel definitely, workouts, definitely good to you. we had a travel workout that I brought from Iowa to Western that we would have our pitchers use, um, especially on the road when you didn't have access to equipment, but we would do a three second countdown, a three second mm-hmm. hold, and then we would do a squat jump out of it. Yeah. And, and you know, again, you can get creative with a lot of that stuff. I do really like varying the tempos, varying the holds. Um, it, it, it can be challenging, even if you don't have a lot of weight, um, because it gets guys moving and doing things differently than probably what they're used to as well. Yeah. Another thing, you know, in, in our <clears throat> facility, we've got a lot of things, you know, we've got some Kaiser machines, um, We've got TRX, we've got stability balls, um, we've got all the resistance bands, all that stuff. And most of our core or torso training um, revolves around anti-extension, anti-flexion, anti-rotation. Um, we do a ton of that stuff and I, I love it. I'm a big kind of, I guess, anti-core guy. Uh, we don't do a ton of crunches. We don't do sit-ups and stuff like that. So well, so your recommended core, you know, if, if you want somebody to work on core, besides just those exercises that you're talking about, any recommendations on that when you're mm-hmm. talking about not doing crunches, any recommendations on that? It, it, you know, planking, are we talking about planking? Are we talking about what are we talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so that's typically what we do um, in our programming. Right now, though, I'm, I'm kind of throwing a bunch of stuff out there, um, you know, We've put in some more crunches and, and sit-ups and stuff like that um, just to kind of break the mold a little bit and give some more variety. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, no, we're, we're huge on uh, – typically when we're programming, we're huge on uh, tons of different plank variations, whether it's, you know, a push-up position with a shoulder tap, um, you know, up on a stability ball. We even have we, – we sometimes do some with uh, partner perturbations to add more of a stability component as well. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of dead bugs. 
Yep. Um, so we try to look for different variations of dead bugs all the time. Yep. Um, really, the sky's the limit when you when you talk about stuff like that. Um, you know, not just the core side of it, but also um, on the the typical exercise side of it. You know, doing a squat. <clears throat> I hate burpees. I really do. Um, I don't think that they're an exercise. Um, when I played football in high school, we called them up downs, and they were part of punishment. So I loathe the burpee. Uh, my dad uh, would my dad would agree with you on that. I played college baseball for my dad. He was a huge fan of burpees. So uh, you yeah. knew you were going to be in for it that day when the burpees were out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really program burpees, but you know what I will program? I'll program a push-up to a squat to a press. Yep. Or maybe even a push-up to a squat jump. Yep. It's, you know, you could say that I'm kind of pulling, pulling hairs here, but, you know, really – um, it, there's certain words that you give people and there's a certain connotation with them. And when you say burpee, people don't really like it. But if I say push up to squat jump, people don't usually bat an eye too much. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's kind of how we're, we're filling things in. Um, and you mentioned team builder. Are there any other ways yeah. that you're communicating with them? Are you using group me? Um, you know, what other ways are you communicating with them? Yeah. So, uh, at DBU, I work with baseball um, and then also with women's golf. Um, <clears throat> so with baseball, we have a team group me that yep. I kind of send some stuff in there. Um, I mentioned, you know, yesterday I sent a picture of the um, alternative resistance tools that I was kind of using. Um, also sent them a couple more resources. Um, and then with women's golf, I just kind of have a, a uh, athletic performance uh, group that I've created with them just through through the phone um, to kind of stay up, stay on, in touch with them. Uh, but yeah, so Team Builder is how we kind of get our programming out, but we definitely still reach out, um, whether it's in the group or, or individually, individually uh, with athletes. Uh, you know, there's, I've got a couple athletes that I work with that are from, uh, that are international um, I've got several that are out in, in California, um, a couple that are from the Northeast. So definitely checking in on them uh, as much as I can right now, trying to uh, lend some encouragement, um, send them as many resources uh, that I think will be helpful during this time. But Any, yeah, any training books, podcasts, or like motivation <laughs> stuff? What do you use motivation-wise? I know you're sending training stuff out. Are you using any motivation stuff that you're sending out? Obviously, from... For them right now, it's a little tougher time. Do you use any? Do you have any tricks in your bag with with some motivation stuff? Um, in terms of motivation, I'm a, I'm actually uh, finishing up a, a doctorate in leadership right now, so I've got Love. kind of a small leadership library going here in my home office. Um, but in terms of motivation, I try to lean towards stuff like that, um, uh, some some leadership stuff because. You know, I think that in a time like this, it's really easy to become passive um, and just kind of take things from other people and, and see how it goes. But but really, we need people to kind of to step up and, and be vocal and, um, you know, share opinions when when that's warranted. And <clears throat> but so that's kind of the in terms of motivation, 
Um, that's kind of where I stick. I'm a huge fan of Simon Sinek. Yeah. Um, if I'm saying his name right, I hope so. I, um, there's like eight different ways to pronounce it. I, I think it's yeah. Sinek, um, but I, I've heard it a million different ways. But I, I'm sure he's probably not going to get offended. But he has leaders. Yeah. Eat, leaders eat last for me was a was yeah, a tremendous. That's book. actually that's the book that I'm going through right now. Uh, personally, love the book. Um, I'm probably about three quarters of the way through. Um, have you read chasing so excellence yet by Ben Bergeron? He trains, um, he trains CrossFit champions. I don't even know if you're supposed to use the term CrossFit anymore. Um, but <laughs> chasing excellence, he's trained like four of the last five, uh, CrossFit oh. champions. And it's a really short read. Uh, anybody that's listening in, I would highly recommend picking that book up. It's a really short read. You'll rifle through it, but it's, it's great from, a talks about the failure standpoint of the training that they go through and how to get them through the failure part of it. It's, it's got a lot of really good tidbits in it. Um, and he's had a lot of success training CrossFit champions. I'll have to check that one out. Yep. Um, but yeah, so been kind of sending them, you know, maybe some offering some reads, um, during this time. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before I actually sent them. I've been using the app headspace. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. For a couple of months and they actually, you know, amidst everything that's going on, they uh, release some more free content. Yep. Uh, so I kind of sent that out to them and said, "Hey, this is a great resource. Highly recommend it." Yep. Um, I think Calm very, Headspace and Calm, I think, are the two mainstream yeah. ones that that people are using a lot. I, I think LeBron yep. James uh, endorses Calm, so I think those are the two yep. that people are gravitating to. And Headspace helped me a lot when I first got into heavier meditation because I think when you first get into it, you need somebody to talk you through it. Uh, yep. you, you can't just rifle into meditation. It doesn't work that way. You need somebody to walk, walk you through it. And then once you exactly. get used to it, then you can start to do it on your own. But those are great resources to start. Yeah. You know, in terms of meditation, when I first kind of was like, uh, this is kind of becoming a hot thing. I should look into it and figure out, you know, for myself exactly what it is. And your first thoughts are that, you know, it's all about clearing your mind and eliminating thought. But then when you when you realize what it actually is, it's it's not about eliminating thoughts. Yes. I think Headspace uses the the analogy that it's like, you know, sitting down at a bench and watching the traffic go by. You, you're not going to run out in the middle of the street and try to get everybody to stop. Yep. But you're just going to, you know, sometimes it's some heavy traffic. Sometimes it's light traffic. It's all about just kind of taking it as it comes. Let them come. Let them go you know, and just move on. So, Hey, and when, for any of the youth and high school kids and parents that are listening in right now, um, any variations off what we talked about from a training standpoint there, because a lot of it's body weight stuff, they're going to be okay with a lot of that stuff as well. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and this is kind of my stance, even, uh, when you are, you know, when you have facilities at your grasp, um, especially younger kids, probably, probably more like elementary school, middle school, you know, those really younger ages, just get out and play, you know, um, high school. I know that it becomes a little more regimented and structured and, you know, you're, you're trying to earn a a D one scholarship and trying to, you know, you're, you're going on to bigger and better things after that. So you're training for that, but man, just get outside have some fun. I know that's kind of hard to do right now, but, um, honestly, it might be a, this, this might be a positive of all of this because you are going to have some kids that have to bring some imagination back of, 
yes, mm -hmm. if you can go outside, you get to go outside. And honestly, kids are going to be excited again, probably for the first time in a long time that, hey, I may have a chance to get outside today because you are trapped inside. So that might be one huge positive of all of this, that you bring yeah. a little imagination back. You, you bring some free play back for, for kids that, that we've lost a little bit, that some of that might start coming back, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, my wife is actually, she works, um, she's a PA and she works with a orthopedic trauma surgeon. And uh, she'll tell me stories sometimes of people that come into their clinic and They've got these young kids, you know, early teens, preteen kind of age that get injured. And some of the first questions that parents ask is, well, can he still play X sport? It's like, well, right now that might not be the most important thing. Exactly. And, uh, you know, right now I think it's it's a good time to kind of take a mental and physical break from from those sports. You know, we've got guys when you get into to college baseball, you've got. <clears throat> You know, you report to school in, in August, late August, and then you're going pretty much from late August until, you know, hopefully, you know, you're, you're playing into June. Yep. And then as soon as June ends, you go to summer ball. Exactly. And then you're playing summer ball until you report in August. So it's, yep. it's, it's year round. You know, you might get the Christmas break uh, during December, but you know, guys are usually still training. They still got some throwing programs and stuff like that that they're they're doing. So there's no true break for Never. these guys. So I think that this is this is a time to kind of take advantage of that. Exactly. You know, give, them, give them some time off and you know let their bodies feel good. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say normal, but. Well, <laughs> then, not good, you know. Exactly. For uh, any of our listeners that want to reach out to you, where's the best place to find you? Uh, well, unfortunately, uh, 2020 was the year that I decided to ditch social media. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, and especially amongst all of this, I you know, it's kind of been nice that I I have to go seek information rather than exactly just open something up. But uh, no, if if they want to reach out to me. Uh, they can reach out to my email. Uh, I can give that to you and you can put it yeah. in the show notes if you want. Yep. Um, yeah, email is great. Um, I usually get back within 24 hours, but if not, you can you can just bug the crap out of me until I do. Yep. Why, hey, why don't you just say your email address right now? Yeah, it's uh, Alexander S. So A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R-S at D-B-U dot E-D-U. Perfect. What else? Any other recommendations you have out there for, for anybody that's listening in? Uh, you know, try to try to find some normalcy um, in this situation. I know that it's uh, it can be kind of scary and nerve-wracking, um, but be smart. You know, a lot of our guys at, at the beginning of all this, we were telling them if they were going home to stay away from the big public facilities, and now it seems like pretty much all of that is being shut down across the nation. So, yeah. um, just be safe. You know, there's, there's professionals out there giving us guidelines and recommendations. And so just follow those and, and you'll be fine. Yeah, and you I know, think that be is, safe. Yeah. This Take is care of people. It's probably another benefit of all of this is that you, you end up figuring out where you should get your, your information from. 
um, yeah. because not all of it out there is good. So picking your spots is hopefully that's another thing that we pick up from this is make sure you're really paying attention to where you're getting your information from. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we talked about meditation. Um, it's easy to get onto social media and, you know, thumb through for 15 minutes or so and yes. kind of just lose yourself in it. Try to balance it out and open up one of them headspace apps or the calm app and, you know, for every 15 minutes you spend on social media, spend three to five minutes, you know, meditating and, yep. and just kind of relaxing a little bit. Yep. Clear your head. Well, this is great. And I am going to get this up for Tuesday, so we'll get it on. It'll be up quick. This is this will be the quickest turnaround I've had with doing this, but I felt awesome. like it's the right time for it. And this will be great information for everybody. So I really appreciate you. Tell the, the staff over there I said, hey, and, um, you know, we'll do this yeah, again at we'll some do. point. Yeah. And if you need something, reach out to me. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Ryan. Yep, thanks, you. Yep. Take care. Thanks to everybody for listening in. Hopefully this helped you buy the time a little bit. Hopefully it gave you some tips uh, for what to do while you're away and, and at home. Please stay safe. Uh, right now I'm packing everything up and heading back to Illinois. So I'm going to pack the equipment up and, and head back to Illinois and be able to spend some time with my family and uh, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'm always looking to get guests on. So if you want to get on the podcast here or trying to put out weekly episodes, I know we've been doing every other week, but with uh, the situation and what's going on out there, we wanted to provide content every week for everybody. Uh, so if anybody uh, wants to come on or anybody has any ideas on guests, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. Again, I can't say it enough. Stay safe. Uh, enjoy those around you. And, um, you know, really enjoy your time away for right now. Um, but we'll all be back. So thanks, everybody. And, uh, again, Ryan Brownlee signing off from the offices in Greensboro, North Carolina. And leave it better for those behind you. Thanks. Oh,